I'm Cody. And I'm Elaine. And like you, we are podcasters. But we don't just host podcasts. We also coach podcasters and produce shows too. Every week we go live to answer your questions and help you do what you do best to get your voice out there and make a positive difference. From production and advertising to growth, guests, and engaging with your tribe, you ask and we tell. If you're a purpose-driven podcaster and want to be a part of an amazing community of like-minded people and want to join in on our live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part. You're listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters, presented by Reckless Media. Need some help not feeling meh about writing episodes. Yep, so that's exactly what we're talking about. Yes. I think we're good to go ahead and start diving into this. And guys, Is that the first official question? Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, how to not feel meh about recording or writing episodes. She said writing episodes mm -hmm. uh, specifically. And Lindsay, if you're still here, um, drop a comment. Whoa, we got comments going okay. crazy. I want to have names by each person. Cool, go so. for it. I'll, I'll, I'll tab down in just a second. So, uh, Lindsay, if you're still here and you haven't done so already because I haven't scrolled yet, um, let me know if you mean writing as in, like, do you script your episodes or do you uh, or do you have, uh, are you talking about, like, recording or sitting down to actually... <laughs> Carl, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I gotta go back to Sophie's. Carl, your beard. Thank you, Carl. I brushed it just for you guys because we just left the gym, yes. so we threw on That's nice right. clean yeah. clothes. Well, I still have gym clothes on, but I threw on a cute jacket. So I changed shirts because nobody wanted to see all that sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Not even you, dear. Uh, okay, Sophia. I had to leave college because they were unsupportive of my hearing loss, and I've been feeling down since then. This week, I decided that I was going to do things that were life-giving, and I recorded an episode about finding things that speak life into you. I'll post it on you. That's super, super awesome. Excited to hear that. Yes, yeah, so I'm really excited to hear that. Um, so let's just kind of dive right into this, and anyone who has has uh, comments on anything we're saying, please feel free to drop mm -hmm. in there. A couple of things before we get started, just initial uh, plugs, I guess, if you will. Uh, Elaine and I are uh, the owners of Reckless Media, and so if anyone in here is looking for uh, either editors or coaches for your podcast, anything from audio to growing your business, anything like that, uh, Elaine and I do that. There's a free, uh, we have a free offering for anyone listening. Uh, it's something we do for all... Every, I mean, it's just it's open to podcasters who are purpose-driven. We're specific to purpose-driven mm -hmm. podcasters. But if you're in this group. You are a purpose-driven yes. podcaster. <laughs> uh, and we do a free podcast audit with you just to help get the, get the ball rolling with you. It's completely free. No, like, there's no hidden anything there. It's just a free thing that we try to do. So if you want to book that, feel free to do so. There's a link down uh, in the – over here for if you're on desktop or down there if you're on your mm -hmm. phone, right? So – uh, that's there. Also, we're partnered up with Heather Parody. She's in the group, and she has a, a million things going on for podcasters. We threw a couple of her links there right off the bat. So, with that, Elaine, how do you stay? How do you okay? How to not feel? How do you not feel meh when you're writing episodes? When I'm writing episodes, okay. Well, first of all, like okay, for me, this is my workflow. I have a hype playlist that gets me like pumped up. It's called Beast Mode. Um, it's my workout gym playlist, but anytime I'm like, okay, I'm feeling myself, like I'm starting my day, I have a hype playlist. So that's just me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so whenever I'm starting my day, like I really, before we, um, go to record an episode or write show notes or any of that stuff, like I love to set my intentions. I try to do it every single morning, but I, I love to set my intentions every morning, whether that's prayer or journaling 
or reading, you know, a personal development, self-help, whatever book that I'm currently into at the time to just really get myself into just um, honing in on what my goals are for that specific episode and, you know, throughout my daily routine. So I have like a, a specific journaling method that I use and really that's how I find motivation. I'm very internal person. Um, I'm also like very like emotionally deeply connected. So any of those things, it's like super, I guess, introverted and super like introspective. That's how I'm, I flow best with my workflow mm -hmm. is playlist, setting intentions, journaling, and then honing in on the things that I'm good at. So I want to just kind of like throw it out there with me, right? I'm one of those people where I have um, huge bursts of creative energy and I do terrible, like absolutely terrible with set schedules. I'm just so bad with saying like, I'm going to record at this time. And I understand it's vital. Like you have to have these things in place. You have to be able to, uh, to say like, we're going to sit down at this time. Uh, Carl's been on our show. He knows mm -hmm. like you have to be able to carve out time to, to have guests on. You have to like, that's a part of coordinating. That's part of life. Right. Uh, so you have to have those times. But so what do you do whenever you're in that moment where you're like, I've got to go and do this right now? How do I get in the moment? And that's hard for me personally. It's easy to get. So I have another podcast. It's called Itinerant. It's a history podcast. And uh, and it's completely scripted. It's 20-minute episodes, you know, 18 to 25 minutes, I guess. 20 minutes is my is my target. And it's a completely scripted episode. I write it word for word as I read it. Um, and it pretty much follows exactly the script that I write for it. You can go and you can read it in blog format or listen to it in audio format, which I always suggest audio format because it has cool music. But <laughs> And so I pour my heart into writing for that. And the way I kind of like get my head into the game is, is I kind of go and I, I either read something that inspires me or I – or I, uh, I sit down and I just get to my quiet self and I have time to myself with just my, uh, I'm an instrumental music person. I love all kind of music, but when I'm writing, I can't have lyrics. I can't have anything. I just instrumental droning. A lot of people find it boring. I'd love it. So I have to have I something like, it, like but that. But not when I'm trying to like hype so, myself. <laughs> but yeah, but like when I'm studying, I have to go and research and it's something I enjoy doing, but sometimes, uh, I'll go and I'll sit down to write and just nothing comes. And so I have to give myself plenty of time in the forefront. It's a by that, that specific podcast, Mindy Lane's main podcast, getting out of breath. Mindy Lane's main podcast is weekly. Uh, it comes out every Monday. My, um, my personal podcast that I write for is bi-weekly. So, and something I'm trying to get better at is actually giving myself that week before where I can say, Hey, today's not my day for writing or today I'm in the mood to write. I'm going to go and sit down, but I still set myself a deadline. Mm -hmm. But I do it with enough time in advance where I'm not cramming the last few seconds. And I've been there. I was there last week, just being honest, like cramming the last few seconds. But I try to give myself up ahead of time. That way I have time for those days when I just feel, meh, I don't feel like mm -hmm. recording. I don't feel like doing anything like that. I was going to say one of the biggest things is like one, yeah, you want to stay consistent. That's important. People, you know, your audience relies on that. But at the same time. Hi, Greg. <laughs> at the same time. Give yourself a break. Give yourself some time to say, you know, I'm really not feeling this. I don't want to force myself into creating something that I'm not super proud of. You know, I, I think it was Sophia who mm -hmm. said, you know, she just recorded an episode she was super proud of, super inspired. But if there was, if she would have forced that, she may not have been proud about it. She may not have been, you know, super inspired and, 
you know, she like just just that energy that she has. If you are trying to force yourself into a specific topic, conversation, a guest, any like workflow, like there are times where you will know when this time is for you. But there are times where you're like, okay, I need to get past my mindset. I just need to go like go a little further than I normally do. But, I, but also you will know when you're like, okay, I've pushed myself, nothing is happening, I'm not gonna force it, and then move on to something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forget. So Carl just said something really interesting. He said, I really like to be uh, unmotivated when I interview because I want to listen well and not have any impositions on them. I assume, I, he says in them, but I believe it's on them. Mm -hmm. And so that's actually a really interesting uh, perspective. Hello, Justin. Um, so that's a really interesting perspective. I like that. Carl, thank you for sharing because I understand it's it's easy to get passionate, and I have um, I've been placed I've, I've been listening to podcasts all this. When one of my biggest pet peeves in a podcast I'm listening to is for a host to constantly cut off a guest, like that's a huge turnoff from a listener point. And I'm sure every one of you in here are podcast listeners because you're podcast hosts. Like it's what we do, right? We listen to podcasts. We probably listen to way too many podcasts. I have so many. I'm trying to. You know, I've had to like kind of thin the flock a little bit because I can't keep up with them all anymore. Um, and sometimes I listen to podcasts to get motivated. There's other times I just have to stop for a little bit. But I, I like that, Carl. That's an interesting point of view is uh, coming into interviews level-headed. And so a, a good way that Elaine and I actually do that, and so and this is also something um, we're, we're a team in pretty much all of our podcasting stuff, but knowing your personal style and so Elaine is a very scripted person. Carl said exactly, hey, Bobby. And David. Uh, oh, and David. I didn't say hi, David. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to catch them all as they come in. So uh, that's Doppler back there. He's just going to mess around and distract everyone. So uh, Elaine's a very scripted person. Whenever she sits down to, especially, and I'm talking specifically like, let's talk guests for a minute, right? Because our format for The Reckless Pursuit, our show we share, is on a week, guest off a week. So it's a uh, every it's every week, but one week is solo, one week, and the next week is guest. And we we pretty much alternate, mm -hmm. minus around the Christmas season. There's been a couple of seasons where we've yeah. got off. <clears throat> so we uh we come in. We have pre calls. That's a big thing that we use to kind of help inspire mm -hmm. us. Is we like to read through either our guests' work or we like to uh, understand more about who we're bringing on the show. We don't ever like to go into an interview blind. We always, always, always try to do a 15 minute, you know, 10 to 15 minute uh, Zoom call preferably because we so we can see the person. Um, and sometimes we've done it when we were out, you know, shopping or where we were at, working at the you know, park. just working, you know, at some of our other, you know, we run another business as well in the summer. We own a concessionaire. So we've had to stop what we were doing there and like retreat away to go and make these phone calls. But we will do that just to get to know the person on the other end before we ever get in this call because uh, I feel like people listening can tell the difference. They can mm -hmm. tell whenever you authentically have uh, just that some kind of – Yeah, like low. you've had that already. And so that's a big thing that we use to get motivated is we go and we actually have this in advance. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Elaine, someone, she has to write down questions. She has to write down thoughts. She has to go through and you know fine-tooth comb. Me – uh, I don't have notes. If you notice, I'm sitting here just doing my thing. Elaine has the laptop. You know, I have this phone and it's a black screen. It may light up. Yeah, there's nothing there. Um, I can't do notes. I, I'm just not good at it. I am a, you know, my background is in public speaking, um, and I, I just have to go with it. I have to talk. 
and I, I just have to say what's on my mind and I work best under pressure. Now I sit down before and this is another thing that helps motivate me, right? I sit down before or really all day, let's be honest. I'm one of those people that mull over things. So all day I'm thinking of little things and just kind of storing them off here in the backlog. And I truly believe, and this may be a little, I don't know, weird or whatever, but I believe that whatever's meant to come out is going to come out so long as I have given it the, the mental attention it deserves. And hey, hey. Katie. <laughs> so that's another big thing with staying motivated. So uh, coming into an interview or coming into a time where you're just like, man, I'm not feeling this right now. Uh, a few things. Of course, music is one of the things Elaine said. One of the things that I really like to try to do is to go back over um, inspirational moments in your history, right? So maybe you had an amazing comment on one of your of your posts, on one of your episodes. Someone just said something that's just absolutely amazing. Uh, we don't have, this is something we're looking at doing, um, but it's why not print those off? Screenshot them from your phone and print it off. Make yourself a folder or a little binder or even get fancy with it. Make a make a scrapbook if you're into that kind of thing, a right? A vision board. You know, yeah, a vision board you can hang on your wall. That's like these are all moments that remind me why I do what I do. I will say I've noticed um, with Heather Parody with the unconventional leaders, I've noticed in some of her um, videos where she actually has like pictures of the different guests that she's had mm -hmm. that she's talked to. And I think that's really cool of like you like remember one who is listening to your show, but who you've had those conversations with, who you've been inspired and motivated by just through your conversations and stuff. And so like that's another thing of like just taking pictures or screenshotting um, or, you know, even I think some of hers are like quote cards that they said, but with their picture on it, just to mm -hmm. remind you of like, this is my vision. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I have these specific conversations, whatever the show's about. Yeah. Bobby said that he has to have bullet points as well. So mm -hmm. you two, you can, you two yes. can relate on that. You know, I love having bullet points. I used to, uh, I was a pastor for a long time. So I would write, you know, like these long in-depth sermons or whatever. If I've done some public speaking and I would write these long in-depth speeches and I would write them as if I was going to read them verbatim and I would never get to them. And so I would always like bold a couple points. It's like, I know I want to say these things, but I would try to get those in there, but it just, it would just kind of dissipate. So like, what's some other methods? Uh, and anyone, if you have any questions, please throw them in there and we will glad. Kendall. Hey Kendall. So anyone, if you have any questions or anything, other comments, please feel free to drop them in there just real quick. We're going to be here. I mean, at least until 7:30, we're open to stay around as long as you guys want, especially if we start having questions come in or other comments. So, other ways to stay motivated. We've talked about how, of course, like listening to music, listening to podcasts that inspire you, or as Carl said, this is an interesting point just to throw back out there. Uh, whenever you're actually going into an interview, sometimes it's good to come in unmotivated. You're not trying to hype yourself up because one of the biggest annoyances is uh, people who cut off their guests, mm -hmm. right? That's just, it's a no-no. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Okay. Um, I'm not saying don't add information. Like yeah. you should definitely converse. Like you should be natural. It shouldn't be robotic and just like grilling someone on the other end, but like let them finish their sentence. And, uh, and then we had talked about how, um, you can print off things. You can, you can actually take, uh, these clips from stuff that has inspired you, uh, quotes from guests on your show or things reviews, you've said or yeah. reviews or anything like that and print them off. Uh, the other thing that I would really recommend is 
polling your audience mm -hmm. and trying to get feedback from them on what inspires them. Because if your audience is inspired, you're going to be inspired. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like having uh, people watching your live video, right? Yeah. There's nothing like having uh, people engaging with you whenever you pour your heart and soul into something. And let's be honest, when you're pumping out words like that, you're pouring your heart and soul into something. You are pouring out information. You're sharing an intimate part of you. It's information you have learned, information. Hey, Melissa. It's information you have gathered and you're pouring it back into your audience. And especially, especially, especially with this group specifically, purpose-driven podcasters, we have a mission and a desire that we want uh, to see happen in the world. We have, uh, we want to make a positive change in our audience's life and uh, we want to see them thrive and do well. And so whenever you're polling your audience, you're pulling from them, you're asking, what do you want to see more of? What do you, even if it's just one comment, even if it's just one thing, it, you're getting feedback mm -hmm. from someone. And it's so easy. And I, I mean, you guys have been in this. Like, I'm not telling anyone anything here right this second that you haven't heard. Those aren't just numbers. You know, mm -hmm. it's easy to get caught up in, oh, I only had three likes, or I only had this, or I had that. Just as another reminder here, real quick, those are legitimate people. On the other end, go ahead. I was going to say, sometimes I know that like people, especially when they're starting out podcasting, um, they get hung up over their download numbers. And they're like, oh my gosh, only 100 downloads this week on this episode. Like, I'm doing horrible. But then you flip it and you're like, wow, that's 100 people sitting in my living room. And for us, we have a tiny house. So <laughs> that's a lot of people in our house. And so like, if you change it from, oh, this 100, like it's, even it goes to social media likes and follows and all that stuff download count if you say like oh i only have 100 downloads like you could like be upset by that or you could be like oh wow i have a hundred people listening to me and connecting with me <clears throat> and or my my guests and continuing that conversation yeah and i just want to share a statistic real quick and there's a bunch hey, of thank you uh, <laughs> there's like a bunch of statistics here we've been looking up but just to kind of give you, um, I know something I have personally got down in the dumps of like, well, how much are they actually listening to? Are these people actually sticking around? You know, how long does, what accounts of listen? 80% uh, of people who listen to podcasts listen to 80% of the entire episode. So that means literally 80% of people that are clicking on your show, and this is the statistic by... Uh, I don't know the name of this website. It's the main podcast. I mean, if you Google podcast statistics, statistics here, I'll just do this. I'll just drop the link right now. Yeah. So anyone who wants to look at this can just click on it right now. Bam. And this is a pretty recent, like, statistic. it's 2019. Yeah. yeah we've been pulling like, a lot of summer of 2019. So this is recent. Yeah. And so, uh, it's really cool. This is an awesome, uh, infographic to look over if you haven't seen it already, but 80% of listeners, uh, of the listeners listening to an entire podcast episode or most of the episode. So that means 80% of the people that are clicking on your show are most likely listening to at least 80% mm -hmm. of your episode. That's huge. That's, that's a big deal. And that makes you feel really good about what you're putting out into the world. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's gigantic. Mm -hmm. Whenever you think like, wow, if I have a hundred people, that's a hundred people who are, you know, if, a hundred people, you have 80 of those are listening to my who entire show. Yeah. yeah, who are sticking around to listen to the entire show. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so just let that motivate you in and of itself. You're making a difference. 
And really just when you start trying to connect with your audience, you start polling your audience, you start really diving in. And I don't know how many people on here have private Facebook groups or have uh, Facebook pages and we can go into a whole other thing on a different call because that's, I can go on a rant about Facebook pages versus groups and all that. But uh, if you have an audience, even if it's an audience of two or three, those are people who are taking the time to listen to your words. And that's, I mean, that's how all movements start. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look, let's just go, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be churchy. We're all completely inclusive here, but church is my background. If you look at, uh, you know, Christianity, it started with Jesus mm -hmm. and three disciples who were his closest and just 12 guys. Mm -hmm. And now it's the largest religion in the world, mm -hmm. right? Like religious movements. If you look at Islam, it started with one man who had a few disciples and it went to the world. Like movements uh, are constituted from those close, close, close followers. And so I would say drill into that and really just uh, pull from those people mm -hmm. and let that be an inspiration to you. And so another thing that um, helps with motivation is actually batch working. And this ties into consistency. Like I said earlier, consistency is key. There comes a time where you need to give yourself a break, how, whatever that looks like. But at the same time, staying consistent with your episode is also super important. Hey, Lewis. Um, so batch working, whether that's batch recording, batch editing, batch show note writing, batch social media calendar, all of that stuff. And so if you are in a, a place where you're just super inspired, super pumped, you got your hype playlist, you set your attentions for the day, you've had these conversations, and you're just like, I'm on fire, I could go forever, like, this is amazing, sit down and record, like, 10 episodes, 10, min like, small episodes, or however long, like, keep that fire going, because we are all going to have days where we don't feel motivated, obviously, um, but if you like, if you have a specific day at the beginning of the month where you're like, yes, I like love all this conversation. I love podcasting. This is exactly why I'm doing this. I'm super fired up about it. Sit down and take a couple hours to record several episodes. And then you have all of the month's episodes worked out for the other three weeks where you're like, I feel completely unmotivated. I don't want to do anything. I don't even know what to talk about. We already have five, you know, five to 10 episodes already recorded, already edited, and just spending like a couple of days working on that stuff helps you stay consistent and helps you stay motivated when you're not motivated. Yeah, and that's uh, that's one of the big things to me is uh, Elaine and I had this thing, um, we used to do it with videos actually, and now we try to do it with the actual podcast to just kind of capture that as, as full as possible. We'll be driving and she and I will get on a rant and we'll just be like, you know, preaching it, like just getting after it. And one of us will just say, stop. You're not allowed to say anything else. Bottle it up. We got 10 minutes till we're home. We don't say another word to each other. We go, we sit down, we'd hit the button, you know, hit the big red button and we just let at it. Mm -hmm. And that's how uh, we just kind of bottle that up. And we give ourselves the freedom to have those spontaneous moments. Sure. You can't do that with guests necessarily. It's harder to do that when you're scheduling. Uh, but if you have the freedom, if you're a solo episode and you have that freedom, use that freedom. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Uh, grab all that, bottle it up, and sit down and just power through it. And by the end of that episode, you may have another topic you're already mm -hmm. stirring with. Don't tie it together. Finish your thought out, 
hit, hit the stop button, hit the save button, hit the red button again, and go at it again. Well, and that that's where the polling your audience comes from. It's like, hey, I have this topic. What are your questions? What are things that, what are your experiences? I want to know. We can make a whole series about this thing. Yeah. And so the last thing I want to say um because we're right at 7.30. Hey, Heather. Hey, Heather. And we're open to be here, uh, you know, for another 30 minutes. If anyone has any other questions, please feel free to drop them. If not, um, we're, I mean, we're good. So, yeah. yeah, if anyone has any comments or questions, please feel free to comment them anytime. Mm -hmm. And uh, real quick, the other thing to me is just realizing that some days you're not on fire. Some days you're not on fire. Some that's days, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You know, it's completely, completely fine. To not just, I mean, you're okay to have meh days. Like, mm -hmm. that's human nature. Some days we're after it. I mean, just think, if you go to the gym, you get this. Some days you walk into the gym and you're just like, I'm going 10 pounds harder than normal. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do 10 extra reps. Uh, I'm just going after it. And then other times, you're like, I can, I don't, why am I, why am I here? Like, I, you're watching the TV more than you're yeah. actually working out. And that's just part of life. We have cycles. We have uh, just a natural flow of energy. Some days we're more drained than other days. And that's mm -hmm. completely okay. That's normal. And sometimes it's okay just to be honest with your audience saying, hey, I'm showing up for you guys. Mm -hmm. I am here for mm -hmm. you. And I'm just going to have a real heart to heart right now because I'm not in the fired up state. And let me just be really honest. I don't think anyone expects for you to always be fired up, but what they do always expect for you is honesty. Mm -hmm. well, and that, that's a whole episode in itself. You can straight up tell your audience, hey, I'm not feeling this. I want to serve you. I want to be consistent. I want to show up. I want to be honest and transparent. I'm not feeling this. This is my heart. These are the things that I'm thinking. I have you know, anxious thoughts about this stuff, or I'm, I'm like not in my you know, normal uh, podcast host self and I just want to be honest that's a whole episode in itself you can go for like 30 minutes you know talking about all of those things and you still were consistent whether it was because you were on fire or because you weren't you still showed up for your audience yeah very good so anything else let me check my notes now now that we've said all that because I haven't even looked uh, at my notes yet so we're gonna take a small interlude here uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pitch this again real quick to anyone who is new to this live video. Uh, we do a lot. So uh, Heather is live with us right now, I believe. Yeah, she's the last person to join up. If you are looking for a mastermind group for podcasting or you're looking for some podcasting courses, maybe you're new to podcasting, you're trying to get off, there are two links in the, uh, the I, I, I want to say show notes. Uh, you guys get it. You're podcasters. In the comment show section, notes. in the show notes for this live video, uh, where you can go and click, and we are uh, partnered up with her. She has an amazing, amazing uh, offerings for podcasters. She has a heart to help she podcasters. She will kick your butt, though. She will. So if you're joining up with her, just she's going to kick you into gear. I'm just warning you. In a good way. And then also, just a quick thing, we have a link up there for our free podcast audit. Uh, Elaine and I do coaching, and we do editing and production for podcasts. So if you're looking for someone like that, or you just need a really um, a coach to help you through some audio stuff, or you need someone to keep you on schedule, or to help you get scheduled, or to stay stay at it. You know, um, eighty two percent of podcasts pod fade within three months. 
That's and uh, that's a huge deal. And so we're here to try to help you with that. And this audit's completely free. We just go over a few things real quick just to try to help you out. It's completely free to book it. You're not obligated to anything. We just want to try to offer something back one-on-one -on -one to help people. So feel free to go and click that. And uh, yeah, so that was our inter little interlude here. <clears throat> if anyone has anything, throw it in the comments. We're going to keep right on going. So play big on small wins. This is something we had That's talked good. about uh, earlier on a little bit of like printing out things that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that inspire you or things that people have said that just uh, that fire you up. But playing big on small wins, what does that mean? You just booked someone that was on your top 100 list of guests. Ride that feeling out. Mm -hmm. Ride it out for a month. Ride that out as far as you can get. Whenever you book that person, whenever that person messages back, is like, yeah, I'll be on your show. That's your cue to go message 10 other people on that list who you're too normally scared to go and reach out to because you have the adrenaline to go and do that. Play big on small wins. Someone says... Wow, that was fantastic. That was, you know, someone drops you a comment and they're like, man, that episode really just spoke to me. You're going to get inspired. Run in there and record another episode. Screenshot. Yeah, comment. screenshot it. Print it out. Lay it on your desk in front of you and stare at that person's avatar in the entire episode. Play big on small wins. How's it? What's another way you can play big on a small win, Elaine? Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, okay, let me think. Carl said batch, uh, batch working and keep up the good work. How Absolutely. to play big on small wins. I guess if you get a new subscriber or, like, you you get a couple more downloads than normal, like, that should motivate you. Yeah, for sure. If you see a, a, a motivation, a spike. a spike in that. Look at what that's talking about. Look at the episode topic mm -hmm. and see how else can you niche in that market. Again. Obviously, that's polling your audience. Yes. You know, your download numbers are polling your audience. It's literally mm -hmm. free polling. Uh, Christian, I'm going to get to that in just a second. <clears throat> so uh, another thing for playing big on small wins, um, following along with the idea of social media, mm -hmm. uh, you can do live videos. You know, podcasting is is part of the equation, but it's not all of the equation. Ultimately, the goal is to is to serve your audience, right? And so whenever you are uh, in there, whatever interaction you have, those are small victories too because, you know, we are blessed to be in a time where we can quite literally uh, have contact with our audience all the time. So... Uh, I think we're going to shift gears a little bit. We have more we can talk about this, but we'll be doing more live videos. Christian asked a question. Any tips on reducing the amount of ums said in an episode? I have a speech habit of doing that during episodes. We all do. Mm -hmm. uh, from that an editor. That was one of my biggest things that I had to get over. And, like, I still kind of struggle with it. But, like, I had to be super conscious of that. So, yes, I am there with you. Yeah, so ums are a natural part of conversation. Because when you are conversing, and I will say, we, like I said, we do podcast editing for a living, mm -hmm. and I completely understand. I hear it all the time. I hear it from people who have been doing this for a long time and people who have not been doing it for so long. It's a natural habit. And uh, I, you're, for one, you're always your own worst critic. I think ums have a really bad reputation because whenever you're on a, on a kick like this and you're just talking and pouring out your heart, and um, you know, you're just going after it, that's not an um that's a problem. The ums that are a problem are really just those voids where you're like, oh, man, I'm having this conversation. I don't know what to say next. Uh, 
that's where it becomes a problem. So uh, that being said, I want to put an emphasis on you're not focusing on reducing your ums as much as you're focusing on being confident with what you have to say next. Mm -hmm. uh, I... I'm not going to sit here and say I'm good at this. Uh, I have my plenty of ums. I kind of just said, uh, right there a little bit as I transition. It's a natural transition, and it's a natural way of speaking. It sounds annoying because we're very critical of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. It sounds annoying because we are naturally, uh, we want to make it sound like we have all our ducks in a row. But whenever I'm sitting here talking with my wife, I'm not worried about if I say um or not. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest tips given to me whenever I was doing speaking uh, public speaking, is if you don't have anything to say or you're gathering your thoughts, just stop talking. Don't feel like you have to feel the silence. And, uh, excuse me, feel, not feel. Can you feel yeah. silence? What is that? What is silence? I'm, I'm, I'm an emotional, like, feely person, so I could probably feel some <laughs> silence, but. So, don't, don't feel like you have to fill silence. Uh, silence is a natural part of conversing mm -hmm. as well. And we have this natural tendency to say, um, to do that because we don't want people to view us or to tune out because they hear a gap. And sure, we can edit and post and all that. That's easy enough. It, it's time consuming. Uh, it's probably the biggest time consumer of editing is editing out ums, ands, or, you but know, yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, uh, really exactly. What's the, one, what's the one that really gets on my nerves? There's one that really gets on under my skin, and I've done it so many times. You know. You know. Uh, like, that one gets on my nerves. You can say know? um all day long. It's like, you know how I feel, and it's like, no, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Explain how you're, you You're on a podcast. You're supposed to be telling me how you feel, you know? See? But, yeah. But, yeah, is another one. That's, that's mine. But, yeah, like and honestly – Used to be um, but honestly. You replaced it with honestly. Honestly. <laughs> so, uh, and I think, that's another big one, right? I think, oh mm. man, I think. No, if you're if you're out there giving information, you got to be confident. It's not an I think, it's an I, I am. Okay, so Cody is like throwing Ooh. hands, super passionate about this. Because I used to say, and still kind of do throw it in there, of I, I think... Because it is my thoughts. It is, you know, I'm in my shower show. I'm a host. This is what I'm thinking. But when you say, well, I think this, you don't sound confident in what you're saying. You know, people already know, like, it's your thoughts because you're the host of the show or you're the guest of a show. Somebody asks you a question. You don't have to say, well, I think this. Like, just say, like, exactly what you think without saying that. And I remember so many times getting so irritated at Cody <laughs> whenever we were recording an episode. I'm the audio editor, okay? She's the mastermind with writing and social media. I'm the editing guy. I have to deal with it. I have to chop the but words and make them fit. What got so annoying, we've had to, like, we had some some tips we had to get through. We had to stop recording a few times and Several walk away. Several times. Because I'd suck the atmosphere yes, right out of the room. Because I'd... I would be passionate about what I was talking and I would say, I think a lot. And Cody would stop me and be like, re-say that. And I'm just like, I already said it. Why would I say it again? Like, I don't care if I say, I think he's a, you don't sound confident. And I'm like, well, of course I don't sound confident. You're stopping me in mid conversation, <laughs> but I understand hindsight. 
Uh, and I, even then, like I understood, but that is something that I've had to work on is like, I think because, well, yeah, somebody already asked me what I think. I just have to tell them. You don't have to say that. Sure. And, and another way to word that too, and I know we're kind of off on a tangent here, uh, Christian, so I apologize about that, but we'll, I promise we'll bring it back together. <clears throat> but one of the big things uh, with that is if you're giving a thought, then it's okay to tell someone, you know, these are my thoughts on this. These aren't facts. And that's why it goes back to being completely honest. You know, you want to come across confident, but you don't off, you don't want to come across pompous or like a know-it-all or arrogant. Or if you don't have a statistic, it's okay to say, hold on, I'm going to go look this statistic up real mm -hmm. quick, you know, and come back to this. That way you're being honest. And being honest and transparent is always better. Well, and that's the natural flow of any conversation. If we were sitting at a coffee shop and we were throwing around statistics or things that we were thinking about, we could, we would literally say, hold on a second, let me look this up or let's look this up real quick. And if for, I know a lot of people don't actually edit their show. They just have like the whole conversation. But you can take that out. You can leave that in, whatever, because that's just kind of your dynamic of how you edit your show, how authentic to the conversation you want to be. But that's what any normal person would do. It'd be like, okay, well, hold on a second. Keep talking while I look this thing up. You know, don't don't be afraid if you don't have all the answers because nobody always has all the answers all the time anyway. So Yeah. So that being said, kind of bringing it back around, some um, some yes, some all that's going to fit don't into. Don't overthink it. Yeah, that fits into conversation naturally, especially if you're having dialogue with someone else. Uh, it's a little different like with my show where I script everything. I'm not going to write that, so I'm not going to say that. I'm going to try to be very careful. I'm going to edit that out. If you're talking with someone else, those are a little more acceptable. If it's just you talking, practice stopping and gathering your thoughts. And as you do that more, you're actually giving your brain, and this is, psychological, this is like a psychological thing, right? When you stop saying words altogether, you're giving your brain a second to actually gather thoughts. The um, um, um is filler words, and you actually get anxiety over mm -hmm. trying to fill this void or slow down on your talking. You'll hear me do that a whole lot. I'm still saying words. But like I said, I'm a person who has to speak off the cusp. I don't sit here and script any of it. I just speak. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to get the honest me like whenever I talk. I can't. I don't have it in me to sit down and take notes or anything like that. It's just not how I function. And I understand that maybe it's a blessing and a curse, right? Because sometimes I, I draw a blank and I just have to stop or I'm like, I have no idea what I was talking about. I've got to go a different trail. That's okay. I'm honest with people when I do that. If I can edit it to make it sound like I knew what I was trying to transition there. Uh, if I was just really off on something, that's fine. If not, I'll just be like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm off a little bit. I've got to redirect here. I've got off on a tangent. I'm going to try to get back to it, mm -hmm. kind of like I'm doing right now. I'm getting on a tangent again. But that's natural, and it's a natural flow. But when you stop saying the ums, the but yes, and it's, it's, not, it's not something that's easy to do. You just have to train yourself to do it. It is a speech habit, and sometimes it helps since you're editing them out anyway. When you catch yourself going, um, say, there, I did that again, I'm not going to do that. Or not, um, or excuse me, never mind that, um. Like, literally, call yourself out on it. Call yourself out on your own bluff right there in the middle of the whole thing. So, that would be Jenny, my thing with that. Other notes anything else? That you I think have. we're done. 745. If anyone else has anything, feel free to drop it. We'll be doing these um, at least bi weekly, maybe weekly, if we get enough. Uh, Enough people asking questions and stuff. We'll be doing this regularly. And Either way about it. Like I said in the very beginning of the episode, 
I was writing down questions and comments in a document that I'm actually going to be sharing probably in links in here. Or we can just, if it's not a whole, whole lot, we can just copy and paste it in the comment yeah. section. And so just to remind everybody what we were talking about specifically tonight about motivation, inspiration, consistency, all that stuff. And just as another recap, we have a lot of cool links up there. We do free podcast audits, so feel free to hit us up on that. Uh, and then if you're looking for mastermind groups or uh, anything like that, we have mastermind groups that we're partnered up with. We have courses we're partnered up with, and we do coaching and editing. So we have all kind of good stuff up there. We look forward to hearing from you guys more and go and make a difference. Cool. This was fun. Yes. We look forward to more of it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters. If you want to be a part of our free live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part of our community. We look forward to seeing you there. Elaine and I are not just podcast hosts. We're also producers. If you're looking for a coach or a production team for your show, visit us at recklessmedia.co or click the link in the show notes. We have a free one-on-one -on -one podcast audit to help you get going in the right direction or to fine-tune your show. Again, that's recklessmedia.co. And until next time, go and create on purpose.